Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Wednesday, May 24th, 2023 in the Gregorian calendar, and the 4th of Sivan, 5783, in the Hebrew calendar. Today's show is jam-packed with news, but Thursday's episode is an interview for the holiday of Shavuot. So enjoy this news brief. Now, let's get to the news. I have a recent breaking news update that came in right before I published this show. Apparently, an Israeli citizen has been killed in Dubai. That's the United Arab Emirates. He was stabbed to death. That's according to the Israeli Foreign Ministry. There is an investigation happening now to figure out the details as to what happened to this man in his early 30s. This is a developing story. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says his government's judicial overhaul plan is back and will return to the legislative agenda after the passage of the state budget. Netanyahu dismissed speculation that he would quietly abandon the plan after the country erupted in mass protest basically every Saturday night since late December. The protests, of course, came from people who did not want to see the overhaul go through. The legislation was paused first due to the protest and to keep things quiet for the holiday of Passover and then was paused again so that the government could focus on finalizing a state budget for 2023 and 2024. During a conference, opposition leader Yair Lapid criticized Netanyahu's statement, calling for immediate clarification to his comment, of course, when a journalist asked him if the legislative agenda would be worked again for the judicial overhaul to come back in. Coalition figures have threatened to resume unilateral legislative efforts if no breakthrough is reached in negotiations, meaning that coalition figures are threatening to break up the government if they don't see anything happen with this. You have people on the left that don't want it to happen, people on the right that want it to happen so bad that they say they're going to leave the government if it doesn't. The judicial overhaul plan has faced widespread opposition with concerns raised about its potential impact on democracy and the country's economy and even security. The Knesset approved the budgets for 2023 and 2024 after an all-night vote resolving months of coalition disagreements. The approval came after lawmakers addressed a number of objections from the opposition. The budget was passed along coalition lines with a vote of 64 to 55. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu managed to secure details with coalition partners to meet their demands and prevent new elections. The budget includes funding for various sectoral interests, but has faced criticism for allocating billions to the Orthodox community. Critics argue that the budget neglects the cost of living issues and harms the Israeli economy at large. Opposition leader Yair Lapid is vehemently criticizing the state budget, calling it the worst, most destructive budget in the history of the country and accusing the coalition of prioritizing harmful causes instead of tackling the cost of living. Three Palestinians from the Gaza Strip have been sentenced to death by a Hamas court for allegedly 
collaborating with Israel, and a fourth person has received a life sentence for the same charges. The court rejected the appeals of the defendants, and it's unclear whether the executions will take place. Human rights organizations have criticized Hamas in the past for issuing death sentences against Palestinian citizens. The names of the three men sentenced to death have not been disclosed. The charges against them include communicating with hostile foreign entities, and they were found guilty based on the Palestinian Revolutionary Penal Code written in 1979. The Shin Bet security agency announced it stopped a bus bombing attack planned by the Hamas terror group in Hadera, which is a neighborhood in the Haifa district between the cities of Tel Aviv and Haifa. A 20-year-old resident of Umm al-Fam was recruited by Hamas several months prior to carrying out this attack. The man was allegedly influenced by Hamas because he was in financial stress and had mental troubles as well. Ultimately, he took up the ideology of the Muslim Brotherhood and decided to become a jihad or a devout Muslim. Of course, this does not translate to committing crimes, but in this case, it was blended together. He scouted various locations in Israel and shared the gathered information with Hamas. Ultimately, the team chose the number 921 bus, which passes through Hadera. Apparently, the initial idea was actually to carry out a mass bombing at the Saturday night protests that Israelis are attending by the thousands. The protests are meant to stave off judicial reforms that are working their way through legislation processes. But the man refused that suggestion and apparently insisted on the bus option. Now, there was another incident in which a bomb almost detonated but didn't actually function correctly on a bus that was supposed to travel through the West Bank settlement of Betar. The 20-year-old young man has been charged with passing information to the enemy, membership in a terror group, and conspiracy to commit a terror act of murder under aggravated circumstances, among a slew of other charges. The act never happened because the car with the bomb and 2,000 shekels in it apparently was locked, and the Hamas operative who had the key was not answering his cell phone. After a half hour of waiting around, the 20-year-old left the scene and never carried out the planned explosion. You might notice that I keep referring to this individual as the 20-year-old or the young man, and that's because I do my best not to name terrorists so that they should not even have a moment of fame after their crime. We recently reported on a terrible story of a woman who was murdered along with her two young kids in the Arab city of Taib in central Israel. Well, the husband has been officially indicted for the murder of his own wife and two young children. He stabbed them to death, allegedly. Wife Bara Jabber Masarwa was just 26 years old and her sons Amir and Adam were two and six months respectively. Prosecutors say 32-year-old Mohammed Masarwa woke up in the middle of the night and decided to kill his family members for unknown reasons. He apparently used a knife from the kitchen. I don't feel comfortable explaining the rest. It was very gruesome for me to read. Prosecutors argue the man is a blatant danger to public safety. The Arab-Israeli community has been dealing with a lot of domestic and family violence in recent times. This young budding family apparently never raised a red flag to government services or their family or community. I want to thank all of you for your interest, 
in Israeli affairs. Israeli politics are world politics, and thank you to those of you who are joining us on Patreon for the Israel Daily News Roundtable, which is a group I'm opening that will break down and discuss the news on a monthly basis. With the latest news, I am sure we're going to have plenty to discuss, and I already have some lists of discussion points from the various members of the Israel Daily News Roundtable, who are our daily listeners, like you, that want to come together and talk about the news. So if you have not signed up yet and wish to join us on Zoom, we have not had our first session yet, so you can still sign up. Go to patreon.com backslash Shanna Fold. I'll be setting up a session for our Israel Daily News community, and I encourage you to join us and ask some questions. Thank you so much to all of you who personally finance and fund the Israel Daily News podcast on a monthly basis. I would not be able to do this without your constant support. Thank you. You can also support us if you don't want to send a monthly contribution by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, you can share the show with a friend. And three, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at israeldaily.news as well as Shanna Fold. My name has two N's in it and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also find us on Twitter at Israel Podcast. The first case of West Nile virus this year has been detected in Israel, specifically near the city of Yeruham. Mosquitoes carrying the virus were found in Nahal Revivim, close to Lake Yeruham, as well as in the vicinity of educational centers in Nitsana and Midreshet Ben-Gurion. The Environmental Protection Ministry advises residents in the areas to eliminate standing in water, use insect repellents, install window screens, and wear protective clothing to prevent mosquitoes from biting you. A pathogenic parasite has apparently caused a mass killing of Black Sea urchins in the Eilat Bay, which has wiped out the entire population in just a few weeks. The parasite spreads quickly, killing urchins within 48 hours and posing a threat to coral reefs. Reports of mass die-offs have also been observed in other countries on the Red Sea. Experts are rushing to understand the cause of this and are considering emergency steps to save the reefs. Sea urchins play a crucial role in preventing algae overgrowth and their extermination could lead to irreversible damage to the reefs. Experts are calling for urgent measures to be carried out in order to control nutrient flow and protect the ecosystem. During a concert in Berlin, former Pink Floyd musician Roger Waters dressed up as an SS officer, a.k.a. a Nazi, and drew comparisons between Anne Frank and Al Jazeera journalist Shirin Abu Akleh, who was killed while reporting in the West Bank about a year ago. Waters has faced criticism in the past for his anti-Zionist and anti-Semitic statements, leading his former bandmates to distance themselves from him. The concert featured controversial imagery, including speech bubbles, labeling certain individuals as part of the powers that be, as well as a list of names that included both historical figures and victims from recent conflicts. The performance sparked outrage from Israeli and Jewish activists and prompted condemnation from global organizations like the Simon Wiesenthal Center, which is a human rights organization dedicated to researching the Holocaust and other forms of hate in modern society. What do you think of that? That is, that is making waves throughout the internet. If you have an, a thought on it, please reach out. 
Now turning to something a little bit friendlier to round out this report. During a gala event in Washington, former U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi praised the establishment of Israel in 1948 as the greatest political achievement of the 20th century. She received the Defender of Democracy Award from the Jewish Democratic Council of America. Other speakers at the event included Second Gentleman Doug Emhoff, House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, and Representatives Kathy Manning and Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Jeffries, who previously faced criticism for defending Louis Farrakhan, reiterated his commitment to fighting anti-Semitism. Emhoff highlighted President Joe Biden's involvement in crafting an upcoming anti-Semitism strategy as well. All right, well, that is it for today's show. Today is Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. Tel Aviv has a low of 19 degrees Celsius and a high of 27 degrees. That's 67 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 81 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News Podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. You can sign up for that at israeldaily.news. Tomorrow's show is a Shavuot special. The Jewish people are celebrating the holiday of Shavuot. And if you don't know what that is, tune in to Thursday's episode to hear from Anat Ishai, also known as the Chala Mom. She took us through some things you can put on your table to observe the holiday, why we eat so much cheesecake on this day, and a load of other ways to usher in this beautiful experience. I'm going to send you off now with a song called Livchor Nachon, which is a cover by Idan Tamler, Morty Weinstein, and Nicole Raviv. Enjoy it, have a great and productive day, and a great weekend too. בסוף הכל מתנקז אליי עניין של זוויות אני לא מבין רמזים אולי צבעים ואותיות מבט חטוף אל עצמי ודי רק לא להסתכל מה שבפנים כבר בפנים מדי קוראים לזה הרגל מתי על Yeah.